Welcome to the Daily Creed, where we help you break your limited beliefs that are holding you back from being a personal and professional success when you master the five character traits of commitment, resilience, excellence, execution, and discipline. You will have the power to dominate your industry and live the life you desire. And now, helping you to grow in every aspect of your life, your host, J.R. Spear. 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 Welcome, everyone, to another episode on our Daily Creed Podcast Show. And today, I have a special guest. His name is Huey Scott, and he is the guy who isn't afraid to hop on a plane and visit a foreign country. With over 25 countries in the span of nine years, Huey doesn't see himself slowing down. Huey strives to bring culture, fun adventures, travel hacks, and exciting experiences to his audience. He challenges himself creatively while staying in the moment of each experience. With his most recent country in the books, believe a country that's been on his D-list and no desire to visit again. Huey was optimistic, researching and reaching out to locals to find out what locations experiences must be shared. When Huey isn't traveling, he works on evolving himself. And this is not just another guest on our show. This is actually one of my closest friends, one of my best friends for more than 21 years. And we were just talking that I never actually brought him on in a professional setting. And so this is a treat for me. So I love hearing every time I get a chance to talk to him. He is the guy I talk to every time I get in the car and I need some uh, windshield time to keep me entertained. He definitely keeps me awake and entertained. Keeps me accountable to make sure that I'm taking care of myself, which is definitely a friend that you need to have in the books for that. But also just a just the all around great individual and person that I have been blessed to share almost, I guess, more than half my life with right now. So appreciate it, Mr. Huey Scott. Man, thank you for having me on this show. This is weird. This is exciting. It's fun. And and just, I, you know, I was just thinking about you yesterday and I was dropping down to LA and I was just like, wow. I was just like how much you evolved, you know, in the last six years, you know, you know, you're over for 21 years. You used to get on my nerves when we was in high school and the fights that we used to have and just seeing your maturity level grow, your business grow, you grow on the personal level and you've just evolved now. I mean, you're doing it. You're doing it. It's like, I remember there was this time there's used to always look up to me and I think the reverse, the roles have reversed. You know, I look up to you. Yeah, I mean, I, I can I can still say that I still see you as not even just a, a personal friend, but someone that I've always looked up to. I mean, you you definitely have a life experiences that I'm like, man, I, I wish I can go out here and do this. And one of them is what we're going to talk about today is the travel experience. I'm like, man, if, you know, I love the life that I have being married with three kids and, you know, running the businesses and stuff, but there are things in life that I wish that I, I could do that I just can't being married and with kids, which is having that travel and that time to be able to do it and take care of yourself and be able to see the world because our life is so short. We don't know how, you know, how long that we're here on the earth. And as you say, you're going to live until you're 200 years old. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but, but, you know, but, but, but in reality, it's like, you know, we, we want to be able to enjoy as much as we can. And if we're not taking care of ourselves, then, then what's the point? And if we're just what's working the all the time, then what's the point of doing what we're doing? So you definitely made some huge strides in, uh, over the past years, especially during the pandemic when everyone is, you know, without getting political, but when everyone's really scared and hiding behind masks and scared to jump on a plane and you are out there showing the world that there isn't anything to be feared of. So take us through a little bit of 
your journey with uh, the Live Life Travel Experience. Yeah, I will. So back, I believe in 2017, 2018, I got this divine uh, or from God was telling me that I need to, I've, I've always been blogging without me even realizing I was blogging, but I got this epiphany like I need to do this on a more professional level. And when I got this idea, I just felt like I couldn't do it because, you know, I didn't have the camera equipment. I didn't have the crew. I, you know, I didn't want to really spend a lot of time researching. I just wanted to get up and go into a country and, and just explore. So what I was doing, I was doing baby steps. I'll get to a country, record a little bit, enjoy my life. And every time I'll go home, I always felt bad because I didn't give it my all. So I'm like, okay, I'll do it at the next country. And I realized the more focused that I was to doing this, the more rejection I was having battles within myself, internal battles. Oh, you can't do this. Everybody else is doing this. Oh, there's not enough people doing this. You can't do this because you're black. So I had all these excuses and um, and just never fully gave it my all. So I went through maybe like three years of tormenting myself on judging how um, I think I was and what value what I bring to the marketplace um, and the traveling experience. <clears throat> so, um, so I came up with this title, you know, guy put this in my heart, live, love, travel. And I was, I saw this somewhere and I'm like, oh, that would be a great name. Name, but someone else has it. And so the word experience, because whenever you go somewhere, you always want to have a good experience. So I, you know, shopped it around to a, so a few different friends. Some say yes, some said no. And uh, one of a really good friend of mine, Kaya, Kaya Kane, and she says, live, love, travel experience. She says, trust me. She says, that's the name. So I went with the name. And so my last country that I went to within fear of e to evolve myself with this craft was Cuba. Went to Cuba and um, I did some shooting, but, and I did a vlog, um, uh, a post vlog on what to do what not to do and that was pretty successful and i just remember going like you live once you're not giving me your all this is something that god told you to do why are you keep putting yourself down this is 2019 so i go okay i'm done with the fear i'm done with beating myself up i said when 2020 comes i said god you got my word rarely do i make a vow like that when i said you got my word i said when 22 comes i'm going to go to five to six countries I'm going to give it my all. No matter what comes my way, I'm going to do it. I'm going to persevere it. And I'm not going to back down. And then 2020 came. There was this thing called COVID that was circulating in the world and the country and people falling out of the sky, people filling up the hospital beds. And I was, you know, I was with you. Remember, I was with yeah. you when everything shut down. Yeah, remember what we were doing? Like, I was like, Huey, I need to go get some toilet paper out of the hotel. <laughs> no one said, I got no toilet paper for the home. So I don't know. I'm pretty sure whoever's listening, you guys remember that time where, you know, there was a shortage in toilet paper. Like I really had no idea what the hell was going on. And JR was picking me up from the hotel and he was picking, taking some toilet paper. I said, why are you grabbing toilet paper? He said, because there's a, a toilet paper uh, shortage. He said, I got three kids and a wife. I need toilet paper. So I ain't know. So I just started stealing toilet paper myself. So that's a little fun fact about us. Probably shouldn't have done it, but hey, we didn't know. So, and so I, I was like, wait a minute. So when that happened, the you know, uh, the, the country started closing up and the airlines shut down and, you know, stay in your house and, you know, don't come outside. And I'm just like, here, I made a vow to the guy that in 2020, I was going to do this. I want to do it, but how can I, when I have this huge obstacle of the whole world is shut down? What do you do when the whole world has 
been shut down and you made a vow to God. So this is my greatest testament. So when you really are hungry for something, passionate about something, you'll be surprised if you want it, you'll find a way. So um, between April and July, I was taking notes on countries that were open. There were six countries that had opened between May and July. I went to my first one in July, and that was Aruba. And everyone thought I was out of my mind to be traveling during COVID, but I needed a break from all the chaos. So that vacation was more just like to have a mental break. But the real true experience came when I went to eat when I went to Africa, Egypt, and Kenya. That's where the breakthrough came. Um, because one thing I've noticed is when you are or in entrepreneurship, you, that requires you to be a leader. And since we heard about what was happening with COVID, there's always two sides to the story. So I felt like my mission during that phase was to share the other side on what was happening. Yes, COVID is here, but we cannot stop living our lives. And so since the show is called The Level of Travel Experience, I had to not live up, but I had to own what I, my truth, what I was talking about. It's like that name just didn't come out of anywhere. I had to live up up to that name and, and expose that name. So um, I made sure I was in prayer. I made sure that um, I took care of myself. I, I know a lot of folks. I, I actually talked to a lot of my friends and I asked them, when you started viewing my stuff, uh, traveling during COVID, like, what did you think? Everyone said, I thought you were crazy. Like, these dudes going to get sick and die. And by the grace of God, here I am two years later, never been sick, haven't had COVID, and I have not stopped living my life. Yeah, I want to I want to hit on something because you you talked about some really cool key points that I feel like a lot of people miss, especially when it comes to entrepreneurship. So there's three things that I teach all of my clients when it comes to the the growth of the business or what separates someone who's successful and one who's not successful. And that first one is commitment. It's that hunger. It's that passion to be able to do what you do. And the, the reality is, if you're not passionate or hungry to want to build your business, it's going to be really hard to be able to scale and grow. And that first thing is commitment. So if you want to build a successful business, you first have to be committed to the things that it takes to actually build the business. So you got to be committed to the process. The second thing that you got to do is make sure you're consistent with it. So it's not right. just about being committed, right. but you got to be consistent with the things that it takes to do. So whether it's through social media, whether it's through email marketing, whether it's through networking, whether it's through you know, just everything that you do on a daily basis, your routines by studying and learning and growing and improving yourself as an entrepreneur. And the third thing is the systems and processes that are in place, which is to help you allow you to scale and grow for that. So the one thing that you that you hit on really good is that commitment, but also the fear of the imposter syndrome. You know, I, yeah. I just I just talked to a client today and she was telling me, it's like, you know, the, the biggest fear that she had is she just never feels like she is good enough for anyone to do it. And yet now her calendar has been completely booked. And she's like, I'm not used to people saying yes and used to people booking a call. You know, I taught her one little strategy on how to actually get people to raise their hand and saying, hey, I'm interested. And then her calendar just got booked from one post. It's like, wow, that's crazy. I'm like, well, this is how I book calls every single day. It's not magic, but it's just following simple systems and processes that allows you to do it. But it's breaking through that imposter syndrome. And I almost believe that imposter syndrome is almost a a myth that we we convince ourselves of why we're not good enough. Because I feel it all the time. It's like, man, am I good enough to be able to help the people to be able to get the results that they want? And it's always a challenge. And I have to convince myself and, and really celebrate the wins, but also tell myself of like, hey, they're talking to me for a reason. I can do 
this and I can't help him. And for you, when it comes to that fear of you first were committed and you were hungry to follow through and do as you do, and you didn't allow that fear to stop you to get what you want, which most right. people, most entrepreneurs, they fail to see success because they give up too quick before they can even see it. Right. They're standing on the ledge and they're hanging on tight and they just quit and fall down the cliff when success is right there at the corner. So proud of you, man. I mean, just kind of, I mean, it inspires me every time you do it. The funny thing is, well, I, I, never mind, I won't tell your secret. But uh so but you know one, yeah, one thing I know what you're about to say. <laughs> you know, one, well one thing one thing that, that I love about you is just you you you're not scared to take risks it's like man, you know, like going to Europe or going to Cuba, going to Egypt, going to do all these Panama City, Belize, all these other things, and even having life or death situations in the some of these different places that uh it doesn't stop you it, it doesn't stop I you from doing what you're doing and you're not allowing what what others are saying which this brings me to another good point how many other people that tell you they're crazy for traveling in the middle of covid how many people are telling you that you're stupid because like what the heck are you doing the world is shut down but in our business in our lives how many times do we tell people that do people tell us saying hey you're not good enough you can't do right. this hey you're you're right. not you don't have the skill sets to be like who's going to buy from you who's going to listen to you you're not credible right. enough. but if you allow those same people to stop you to do what you want to do you're never going to be able to fulfill your dreams which kind of your story. Your Never. dream is to do what you're doing. And then I'll let you guys, right. I'll let you kind of go in there, but I wanted to hit on those big points. No, you hit it. And and I'm, I look back at that experience, JR, and be like, wow, like you did it. You passed every obstacle. You went through every no. And, you know, one thing I want to say is traveling during COVID was not fun. Um, as far as the process of getting to the airport, the pre, the, all the stuff you had to do before you traveled, the COVID tests, it had to be in within 24 to 48 hours. If it expired, you had to get another one. Each country had a different set of rules. So, I mean, like I had to stay daily up on, you know, um, wherever I wanted to go. And I remember there was a time where I almost didn't even make it to Aruba. I, I got to the airport and the rules had changed. And I had to figure out how I was going to make make it to Aruba. So if you want it, if you're thirsty, if you you got to... Well, I love the I love Les Brown when he says you got to be hungry for it, yeah. and I was hungry for this, and and now because of that, because of my experience, because I did not allow the world, allow an airplane, allow COVID to stop me, that brought my reputation stature even higher with more respect. Like, wow, he did it! I created a a, a bigger audience. I created got fans. I have people looking up to me. I have. The, the thing that gets me the most from Flabbergast, you were just talking about your clients. She was like, she's not used to hearing a yes. The thing that gets me, JR, is when people call me and ask me for travel advice. I'm like, why me? You're <laughs> like, why are you asking me? They're like, you're the perfect candidate. And I've just been thinking about like other people I feel like that are greater than me and have, you know, went to more countries than me, but they asked me. That touches my heart. Yeah. Well, you you definitely are a world traveler, but not just that. You you figure out the system that it takes to to network while you're there, to find the best deals, to find the best experiences, and to make it yeah. worth your time. I mean, and that that comes with time, energy, and experience for that. And uh, th there's another thing too that that you just brought up a really good point is you know we, we talk about the commitment, but also the commitment to push through and being resilient, which is what Creed is about. Being resilient mm -hmm. through the difficult trials and tribulations that might come. You came through and pushed through how many different trials talking about like going to Aruba and they changed the rules and regulations right then while you're trying to do it. Or wasn't there a time when, when you had your suitcase that ended up getting lost because of something in the mix of whatever, I think you're getting on some boat or whatever like that. I can't remember, but you were. Oh gosh, man. It, uh, Aruba was a challenge. Um, Brazil was a challenge. I almost didn't make it back. Um, they, they, I got there and they forgot they didn't put the right, um, 
when I, when I took my COVID test, they, they, they put the wrong dates. And so I had three hours to get in contact with a company so they can, you know, make it the right one, miss my flight. I mean, it was, and you know, what's crazy is I remember I had a couple of friends call me and they were going to just a Turk and Caicos with their family. And they said the pilots didn't show up. So therefore they, uh, they couldn't fly and the, 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 the PCR test expired. So his family had to come to the airport and pick them up, had to take another COVID test. And he called me, he says, how did you do it? He says, this was just one country. You went to like nine. And I was like, bro, I was like, it's called homework. It's called being ahead of the game. It's called working through the problems. It's called creating problems that you think you're going to have to solve those problems. I mean, it was like a nonstop thing. And um, and I believe if you want something, you have to create those, like literally create those challenges on what you think is going to happen. That means thinking outside the box. Uh, that means coming up with different scenarios. So that way, but anything comes your way, you know how to weave and bob to get to what you want. And for me, it's traveling. It's to bring people with me. It's to show them a different side of the world that they have never been to. And and when I'm there, challenge myself creatively. Like, because, you know, I, you know, since I travel a lot, you know, anything that we do become mundane. It can be, it can be, uh, you know, just kind of nonchalant. And I got into that phase. I'm just like, okay, this is not just about me. This is about everyone else. Since I like people traveling with me, how can I challenge myself? So I go through this whole process of after I research, I'm already thinking about the editing. I'm already thinking about the video footage. Uh, but it also depends on the country. Sometimes I'll go to a country and it'll just hit me when I'm there. When I went to Egypt, that was, I knew exactly what I needed to get the footage that I wanted. And, and Kenya and Egypt was probably like one of the best two countries that I had traveled to during COVID because it was, it was a special time because it was a time where no one was traveling. The planes were empty. Only the, I don't want to say the brave, but only the bold people who wanted to travel, they did it. My, I felt like my job was to inspire people to travel when they can and when they want. But I also wanted to let people know that there, there's another side of COVID. You know, we were hearing one thing in the news. Well, I will get to that country and I will see the other side. And so there's always two sides to the story. So I felt like that was my mission during that phase. Yeah. So the 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 big message that I want to drive home right now, too, is not even just the commitment, having the commitment and the hunger, but also how to take the things that you enjoy and that you're passionate about and turn it into opportunities. So yeah. if you can kind of share a little bit about what you're in the works with doing with and you already kind of hit it on it. We're about bringing people along with you, but turning this into an opportunity so that way you can kind of make your life into your business and it's something that you're passionate about and then be able to really serve, impact and help other people to kind of, kind of dive in a little bit about what that it looks like. You know, I never, um, I remember, you know, social media is, uh, <laughs> is a hit or miss, you know, and I'm not the type of person that need feedback, but I really felt like during this phase that I needed feedback so I can hear like, what do the audience want to see? You know, cause I have my own perspective of what I feel like they should see, or they're the ones who's watching it. I mean, because if it was just all about me, I wouldn't be posting it on social media, you know? Mm -hmm. So um, I, gosh, what did I do? I, I reached out to people and I was like, Hey, what is it that you'd like? What is it that you want to see more of? And one of the things I like the most is especially during my Africa travels, Egypt and Kenya. I mean, that, I mean, I had so many people reach out to me and say how inspired they was, how they want to go to Egypt. 
they reached out to me and was like, hey, can you give me some contacts to go to Egypt? And all those people who left me positive messages, I screenshotted those messages and put them in a folder. So whenever I'm having a hiccup, whenever I'm having a moment, whenever I'm having stepped out, I have something to turn to, but like, hey, people want it. Keep doing it. You got to find a way to keep yourself uplifted. Um, another thing is I, when I travel, um, it's not, like I said, it's not just about me. It's not just about me. So I have my own experience and then I bring people on with the experience. So uh, for an example, when I went to Panama, Panama was a different experience. I was there to sleep. I had been traveling nonstop from January to, to April and I needed a break. So I was just like, hey, I'll do one or two experiences. But this trip is all about Huey. Um, but, but usually every country I go to, I try to make sure it's about everyone and not just me, if that answers the question. Yeah. I mean, it, you did answer it, but there, it goes a little bit further because only because I know you a little bit, a little bit more, but you're, you're wanting to turn into like this travel experience opportunity that you're wanting to bring people with you on the trip, like say for Egypt that you're, you're talking about doing, is that still in the works or is that something that you're tabling right now? Or what are you, what are you planning to do? Yeah. So, you know, when I went to Egypt, um, a lot of people, after that trip, it was like, hey, I would love to travel with you one of these days. And uh, I was just like, I didn't know how to answer that because I typically like to travel solo, as you know. <laughs> so I was kind of like, I like this, but nah, I don't know how I don't know how well I am traveling with people. So when I did work with you with your mastermind in January, you gave me this brilliant, brilliant idea um, of taking Egypt to a higher broad. So versus just having this experience to go to Egypt, how about doing a reoccurrences and bringing people to travel with you? JR, that was brilliant. So after people, after JR had given me this idea, um, we were on the beach in clear water walking. And when he, when he spoke that word, something just ignited in me and it made sense. I, I mean, it was clear as day. I saw the picture. It was like a tunnel that just visioned out and I just ran with it. Now, I'm going to tell y'all something. JR didn't know how fast I was going to run with this. So I actually <laughs> kind of shocked him about it. <laughs> but I ran with this idea. And what's most important, and I've been learning, is you got to have that support system. And JR has definitely been there with me from the beginning and throughout this process and continuing. So he, he backed me up in regards to what I need to be doing. So he gave me some fundamentals. He put me in contact with someone to help me build a funnel, um, to help me build the website. As because one thing I've learned is when someone sees you, your coach or life coach sees you doing something, they are there for you, whether if you're paying them or not. And um, so one of the things that JR had told me as I was building a, an additional platform to my business, which which is bringing people to Egypt and doing um, events, not only events, not only, you know, just exploring Egypt, but doing, um, what am I trying to say? Uh, I'm blanking. Like corporate events or corporate events. Thank you. During corporate events. Now, one of the things JR had told me was he says, I know you're excited, people are interested, but he says one thing he says, just from my own personal experience, don't get excited until you see that check. <laughs> I gotta tell you, that has saved me to want to continue pushing forward. I, I, I really can't tell you, I cannot stress how much that has saved my sanity. And he, he said this a few times. I'm like, oh my gosh, JR, I got 15 people. They ready, people who are committed. I know, I personally know these people. And he was just like, yeah, but I just want to let you know, once you see that check, then get excited. Now, I'm going to tell you guys, 
I went from 15 committed people down to 12, down to 10, down to eight, down to six. And JR was like, do you think these six going to be committed? I'm like, I think we boiled it down to six. I'm like, because I was like, anything lower than six, JR? I was like, I'm not doing it. One of the girls was like, can you extend the, because what happened was everyone had to pay the deposit by a certain day. I think it was like somewhere end of March. One of the girls was like, I'm moving back to my state. Can you give me an extra day? So I decided to give everyone an extra week. Everyone was saying, cool. That week went by. I did a follow-up email. My like, okay, guys, you guys ready to pay your deposit? Silence. Silence. Only one person was ready to pay. And I had to tell that person that, unfortunately, the trip was canceled. And, and I remember you reached out to me, JR, and uh, you out of concern. You were like, you know, it happened. And I just remember I wasn't mad. I wasn't sad. I wasn't depressed because I remember what you said. Because those words really saved my sanity and it helped me to keep pushing forward to think about a bigger picture within this vicinity of what I'm working on packaging, um, which is a which is working with 500 fortune companies. So, yeah. Yeah. The, the really cool thing is you haven't backed down or quit just because you went through those difficult times and it didn't work out for you the first time. I mean, you're yeah. still traveling. You're still doing your thing. You're still recreating your offers. You're still finding something that people want to be able to buy and be able to do. And this is all part of entrepreneurship. I mean, being an entrepreneur is not easy. I mean, I can't tell you how many times I had to recreate offers over and over again because like, hey, you know what? Something I'm super excited about. I'm like, man, this could change the, the lives of so many people. And yet there's crickets. No one's buying. No one's biting. No one's. I'm like, what the heck? Do these people just not get it? And then all of a sudden I was like, okay, let me go back to the drawing board. Let me re redo it all and, and, and go and recreate it. And I do it. And it's like, okay, I get a couple of people. It's like, okay, that's good, but not the numbers I want. So I go back and I recreate the offer and I make a change and I go out to the market, talk to the people. It's like, hey guys, I got the best thing out there for you. This is what it's going to be. And then eventually I start gaining momentum. I start doing it. But the reality is not every offer or idea is going to stick. Sometimes our first offer, the first idea, the first thing that we do is a stepping stone to help us create something even bigger. So even right. though that first trip that you were planning in the beginning of 2022 didn't necessarily work out, think about how much further you have come just since then of what you're developing and creating now. And now you're right. creating something so much bigger off the stepping stone of what you already did. And right. I think that's really powerful because people just give like going back to commitment and giving up. People could they give up because they're like, man, okay, no one was interested. I need to find something else. I need to go get a job. I need to go work for someone. But reality is don't quit. Just keep refining and make it better. Right. Eventually That's it's going right. to work out. I mean, I, I refuse right. to go work for someone else and, and put my hard earned time building someone else's dream when I can do that same amount of energy and time to build my own dream. And yet it'll, it'll pay off. So proud of you for that, man. You can't, you come a long way. You didn't quit. You're still Thank developing it. You're still making it good. And you're kind of like me. You're a massive action taker, which is, is, uh, is rare in, in this world, which is, uh, which is awesome. So uh, the one question that I ask every single person that gets on our show is, you know, what is your creed? Meaning, what is the one thing that Huey Scott is committed to? You'd be resilient even through the most difficult times, showing up every day, giving your best and having the emotional and physical discipline to complete your mission. So Huey, what is your creed? One of mine is being authentic and true to myself while staying committed. Hmm. That's my career. Um, I really feel like, you know, I have a background in entertainment. I have a background in experiential marketing. Um, those are two fields where I've spent a lot of my time in. And marketing is everywhere. We see marketing whether we see it or not. And one of the things I have learned through life is, you know, you have business coaches, online coaches, salesmen, employees, bosses. 
and everyone is trying to market something. But how do you come off when you're trying to present yourself into something that you're trying to sell? And someone like me picks up on that energy. And it can be good. It can be bad. Um, you can be a good salesman. It can be a bad salesman. And so one thing I have learned, no matter what I'm selling, no matter what I'm doing, is I want to be authentic. Um, I feel like that's an element that is missing um, these days, to be pure, to be honest, you know? And um, I feel like a lot working in the marketing field, everything, everyone packages certain words a certain way just to get their product out. And they don't want to give out the bad. They don't want to talk about the side effects because, you know, they're not going to get the money that they feel like they wanted. But I really feel like if you were authentic about and honest on both sides, that's what folks are looking at. And you'll be surprised what folks will want to buy or approach or because that's just like human beings. You know, we're not perfect. We all have a good side. We all have a bad side. But yet we still have friends. <laughs> yeah, so true. That's awesome. Now, for someone that that's inspired by your story and wants to follow you more on your journey of what you're doing, or they are interested in hearing more about how your, your corporate program continues to evolve so that way they can implement it for their team and their employees, what is the best way to get in touch with you? Yes, there's a couple of ways. Um, I'm on Facebook and Instagram um, at Huey Scott. You can either look at my name, Huey Scott, H-U-E-Y-S-C-O-T-T, or you can put in live, love, travel experience. I will pop up on either, either name or business name will pop up. And um, if you want to look in more into corporate events, you can go to the LiveLoveTravelExperience.com. Um, there is my site where you can see my Egypt um, experience. And um, I'll be working on corporate events um, starting in the summer of working on 2023. We'll see how that goes. Let's grow. Very cool. Well, thanks so much, Huey, for dropping in and sharing your story and what you're working on. This is definitely a treat for me. And I was definitely uh, excited about having you on my show. And it's more personal than anything else for me. So uh, this is definitely a treat. And I appreciate that. So until next time, simplify. Thank you for listening to the Daily Creed Podcast Show with J.R. Spear. If you want to get more leads and grow your business, head over to fitprofunnels.com to get your free gift today. That's fitprofunnels.com. And to connect with JR online, check him out on Facebook at jr.spear.3. Or feel free to join the Facebook group at FitProFunnels. And you can also find him on Instagram at jr.spear.